Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Mm. We are back. Mm-mm. Welcome, everybody. This is Humans in 30-ish, as you would have heard, right there in the tune from our good friend Nick Anderson, of course. Um, this is episode 15. I'm Luke McCredden, and Matt Peake is with me as always. Matt, how are you going tonight? Good evening, Luke. Yes. Um, well, I feel good. I'm up and about. You know, here in Melbourne, uh, we had a five-day hard lockdown and uh, got the news today that that uh, we're out of it. So uh, f- that's excellent. But it is weird, these, you know, it, it's like that Hogan's Heroes, you know, all of a sudden you sense five days lockdown or th- three months lockdown, like they just make up these time periods. But we mm. su- survived this sentence and went back at it tomorrow. <laughs> That's it. We are back at it. And <laughs> welcome, everybody. If you're new here, welcome. Uh, this is Humans in 30-ish, where Matt and I each bring a couple of topics to the table and we... We break them apart and we don't know what each other are bringing and I think that's where a lot of the fun comes from. Um, can get a bit crazy, can get a bit serious, can get a bit loose, whatever. It's it's wherever it goes, we will we will take it there. Um, and for people rejoining us that have followed the, the series throughout, welcome back. Love to have you here and uh, it's good to have everyone back on board for another week. As I said, episode 15 now, Matt, so we're, uh, we're ticking through them. Feels good. Wow. Yeah, and, it does. And- it 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 is um that time of year, and well, it's not because normally this time of year is is a month earlier. So we we are a little bit out of whack, and because I'm here to kick things off, and mm. I wanted to talk about what is traditionally for me a really great two weeks of the year in in the Australian Open. Um, mm. this year though, it you know because there's now the, with the with the lockdown, and you know the crowds will come back, but the five days of lockdown. With no crowd, it was like that old pong game on the on the you know the computer. <laughs> like, the, you know, you, you could almost have the Australian Open as like in a game when there's like a holding screen, and then the the it's just going. Like, it's just so so boring without a crowd. <laughs> it was like the traditional game of pong. But I always l- love this time of year because it reminds me, and and it really is the only time I think about it. But if, if you look at, and I'm getting to the topic. In in a second, I do need to sort of explain it. It's it's a little bit left of field. Okay. But if you look at the names like Nadal, uh, Tsitsipas, um, Berenetti, uh, then you've got like oh Fignini, then there was like Fernando Tedesco or Humbert. I, I always thought it was like a battle of of condiments, <laughs> like the, the Australian Open yeah. or any tennis match seems like a battle of. <laughs> Of, ex- of exotic condiments and i yeah. thought you know sriracha um <laughs> tabasco uh habanero um yeah. you know uh harissa uh, salsa verde <laughs> even uh, uh peter if you remember Baghdadis, but it's it, that i mean spanakopita is an economist but you, you get the point and it's like yeah. i just my mind just goes there and why why does so many tennis names sound like a condiment. You can imagine, you know, Jim Jim Courier. You know, tonight we have uh, Tabasco versus Sriracha, and uh, <laughs> s- Sriracha is playing with all the right ingredients tonight. And we'll spare a thought for Habanero, who will face Sriracha next week in the semifinals. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I've had some fun with it, as you can tell. I'm a, I'm a big lover of condiments. Oh. But isn't that an interesting thing? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's it's. Do you know what? I, and I think I was gonna. I was <clears> even <throat> just thinking it before you said about Jim Courier. I think mm. sometimes, sometimes with a lot of that stuff, 
Um, the callers really add to it, don't they? And Jim Carrey's got a great voice mm. for that sort of thing, and he gets you in the, <laughs> he gets you, he gets you courtside, doesn't he? You know, and if yeah, it's, he does, if it's condiments, he gets you there by the table, and you're tasting. You know, it's I, I love oh. it, and I think it is a, it, it is an interesting <laughs> thing that there's so many names that. I, I guess it seems I guess to be the, only in tennis, though, because you're getting it. Truly, is a cultural event. But if you could yeah. combine a condiment festival with the Australian Open, I think <laughs> it, it's that's imagine Amazon food, level. It's unbelievable. Imagine the food trucks out the side of you know Rod Laver Arena just lined oh, up. Oh my goodness! You know who's on centre court tonight? Well, you just take one look at the food trucks, and that tells you right there. And <laughs> <Yeah. then. laughs> that's it. That's it. And I guess another question that. Because I know it is a lot for you to digest right now, <laughs> yeah. but I would I, I would ask this is quite a personal question. Okay. If you were a condiment, mm. what would what would you be? Oh wow, yeah. I mean that's that that takes some thinking. McCredens, McCredens. I mean, I mean, you you tell me what 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 jumps out at you. You've probably thought maybe have put some thought. Oh in look, I haven't given it I much have. thought, but I was actually thinking. <laughs> You're like a, I'd say you're like a mustard, but a really okay. versatile mustard. Oh, good. You know, McCredden. Well, yeah. like, you know, you, you, it's light. Mm. There's not much fat in mustard. It's practical. Mm. Um, it, you know, it, it's, it, as I say, a versatile mustard. It's not like the hot English mustard, but it's still, you can taste it. Okay. You know, it's got some composure to it. So I think McCredden's <laughs> mustard would, okay. would really work. Okay. Um, for you, but that's just me. Look, it's well, a what very about you? Thing. Have you thought about yourself? Mm, not really, <laughs> but um, I knew you'd ask me. So, Peak surname's Peak P W K, right? Yeah. So I don't want to think it's P A K, which is very different to P W E K. But mm. I was thinking, look, it's you know, it's got to be creamy. I think. I think it's like a creamy <laughs> sauce. Now, but it's not like a typical mayonnaise or a sour cream. Mm. I think it's got to be something that is combined with something exotic. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit rich, so you don't want too much of it. Um, and you can't buy it at all supermarkets. Like it, it might yeah. be a, sort of some of those ex, more exotic supermarkets. So yeah, okay. That, yeah, that's, that's, I, I, I guess it's sort of some sort of aioli. I, yeah, maybe. I'm kind of picturing the... Um, you know the TV ad, for example, mm. which is which is you know they're not. It's not on your TV every five seconds. It's just an ad that pops up every now and then, but it's very mm. low key. There's not a lot of mm. narration or or uh, you know. Mm. But but at the end, as it sort of fades out, it's just peak. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Just a, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's 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 stripped back, minimal. Yeah. So yeah. spot on. I'm, I'm speechless. That's exactly what I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, I mean, but, but I mean that that was just an observation. I love Australian Open mainly for that reason. And I th- that you know, I think that's testament to the um, you know the the, the global diversity that the, this sport brings to to our fine city of Melbourne and in in Australia here. And yeah, I think um, it's great having all the nationalities and all the different names. It's a it's always a, a tongue twister. But yeah, when you put it like that, I, I certainly will be looking at it now, thinking about condiments. That's for sure. But it could be why Australia has struggled. Like Philippoussis could be a good condiment. He was quite successful. Mm. Rafters, you know, that's more like a high-end brand. But now yeah. we've got like, you know, Bardi, 
you know, there are some names that even like Hewitt, I know Leighton was successful, but as a, mm. as a condiment or sauce, I mean, a Hewitt, uh, what is, that? I don't yeah. know, it's, it's more like yeah. a sort of you'd like WD 40 or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hewitt's. It's more any time. <laughs> it's more the plain cracker that goes alongside the condiment, oh, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. It's, without those, uh, what is it, the cracked pepper? No, it's yeah, plain. no, nothing. Plain. Yeah. Real yeah. plain and. A bit dry to eat, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, but good, good. Aldi. Good. You'd get it at Aldi. Yes, you would actually. You would. Yeah. Great start. No, that's that's a good observation. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. Um, that's an amazing way to kick off the show. Um, mm. And I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll change it up a little bit, I suppose, in terms of um, <laughs> genre of topic or, or whatnot. But it, but it still is a something I want to put to you uh, and, and obviously listeners too. So I'm, once again, love people to get in touch on Instagram, humans underscore podcast. Um, but look, it's a pretty simple question tonight that I'm putting out there and then I want to break it down a little bit perhaps. But why do people actually hate the band Nickelback? Oh. Something I've stewed on for a while and not openly, but I've always, I haven't stressed about it all that much, but I've often over the years thought, I think I'm missing something. I don't quite get it. I'm, I'm Certainly not the number one fan or anything like that, but I don't mm. quite get the hatred. Um, for years and years and years, um, there's just been, you know, this this bashing of Nickelback, and and I actually got a complex at one point, thinking I'm oh, missing the joke. You know, when you're the guy in the room who sort of goes, <laughs> yeah, but do- doesn't get it, like mm. misses the mm. joke. I feel like I'm that, but I guess I wanted to put it out there and hopefully get some some people who may be on my side as to say, yeah, it's a you know, there's no real reason, or is there? I don't know, but it's a, it's always been a strange one for me. Where, where do you I, sit with Nickelback? I think it's just such a like as a question. Mm. I imagine in like a classroom at at Oxford or or Stanford or or one of these institu- universities that an Ivy League school, and there's this sort of troubled, underestimated student. Mm. And the professor is just challenging the student. What fuck are you going to write for your thesis? Show me something. And he comes up with this, this thesis and the professor would just be like, this is it. You've got it. That like, this, this is such a great, a great study that Mm. you brought up tonight because it it works on a few levels. Mm. And I actually haven't thought about it for a while, but I think I have maybe one answer. Okay. Okay. I'd love to hear it. Can I? Can yeah. can I? Because I assume. Do you, do you have a theory? Not really. <laughs> yeah. No, but I wanted to yeah. go through a few things with you. But but mm. certainly, I'd, I I want to hear what you've got to say about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're asking all the right questions. Um, <laughs> because around the same time, we had a a band called Creed, that probably copped a similar amount of, I guess, uh, mockery. Or, or mm. criticism, but not as much. And I think it's got to do the a the the genre of music is so overly dramatic. Like you've got really heavy, you know, Metallica type guitars and drums, but then it's really about love. So mm. you're you're, f- you're fusing these genres. But I think with Nickelback, it's the the guy, his his hair and his <laughs> goatee. <laughs> I think he just has a really annoying face. Wow. <laughs> That's Combined a br- that- with those other elements. Right. 
Whereas the guy from from Creed was he was quite a a, a handsome man. Yeah. From memory. Yeah, I I always thought so. Um, hmm. I that's fascinating. So you know the power of one person's annoying voice can bring down a you know an international rock band, so to speak. When I say bring down face, face, yeah, yeah, face. Just the goatee and the hair and the face. Well, they, it was like pubic hair, wasn't it? His hair was quite pubic. <laughs> the um, it should be said though that I don't. I mean, I don't think any of this hatred brought them down. I mean, they, they, they this is huh. this is a big time global rock act. I mean, they're not a yeah. one hit wonder. They, they've, I think, um, had a look at some numbers tonight. Um, Fifty million albums worldwide sold. That's no mean feat. I mean, that's pretty solid effort. That. Net worth as a band of over a hundred million dollars as at this that's to date, you know. Um, nothing, nothing to sneeze at. No, nothing to sneeze at. M- multiple awards, uh, uh, you know, MTV, AMA, Billboard awards. Mm. So they've done okay. Like they've done really well. I think even your mate Chad Kroger, I think is his name, mm. with the, with mm. the annoying face. Um, okay, uh, so I, I think we're looking at a. There's a formula here. Annoying mm. name. Annoying face and hair with a really like a, a I guess it was a trend or it was a fleeting genre. Yeah, like it only yeah. lasted a couple of years. True. Yeah, certainly commercially, didn't it? Because it was that hard rock with a touch of almost pop style lyrics, wasn't it? Kind of. If 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 that's a bit of a fusion take, that you're talking about, but take a great band like Aerosmith. Mm. They, if it's rock, they they rock out. If it's a love song, they'll get the strings, Armageddon. Oh, yeah. I don't want to miss a thing. They mm. know. They, they're not turning that into a rock song. Mm. So I think I think that's the problem. Yeah. So Pardon. yeah. So it was a bit of a combination of things then. Because I, I think if you survey, and I'd love to see a survey done on, I don't know, a thousand people, you know, in the age demographic, demographic of, say, 20 to 40, you know, and see why... They hate Nickelback, and I think, yeah, I think it'd be a real mix. I, I, I think there's a there's one element, you know, and this is taking it down a serious road of, of sort of just that group bully menta- um, mentality where you sort of your mate hates them and then says if you like them you're a loser, because there was a bit of that yeah. too, wasn't there? You know, there was kind of like a you know Nickelback. You don't yeah, like but them, but as you said, as you said just a, a minute ago, that it doesn't necessarily mean. That they lose, you know, whether you know success because mm. look at Shannon Noll, right? Mm. And I assume Nickelback might be the same. That people would go to his concerts or buy his albums as a joke. Yet, and that's what's happened. There's Shannon Noll has a following of people that don't like him, <laughs> and it's it's a joke to go and see him. But hey, the 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 ticket is still the same cost, baby. That's it. You know, yeah. So yeah. Shannon. Is still he's I think he's more successful now as a hated artist yeah. than what he was when guys so he was up against Guy Sebastian who now is hated and I assume not selling anything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, good point. I, look, I think I certainly think. Uh, look, like I said, for me it was all, it's always been a bit of a confusion around bit of confusion around why why there is the hatred towards Nickelback and I've felt a bit mm. like. I don't. I don't quite get it. I, I never quite understood it. So that clears the air with a little bit for me. So I appreciate that. Um, it's a kind of a shallow hatred, really, isn't it? It's. It's a. It's. There's nothing 
they haven't done anything wrong. Like, you know, this lead singer has got an annoying face, but he hasn't killed anyone or, you know, he's not a, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. this is, this, and I was actually, this is, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a master of finding sleeper bangers. Mm, okay. Like from, <laughs> like sleeper bangers no one would, would think of, right? Okay. And I, I thought of one the other day, Brian Adams thought I'd die in God of Heaven or Belinda Carlisle, um, Summer Rain. I mean, absolute ball yeah. terror, right? Yeah. The thing is, if you're a one-hit wonder and you have a ball terror, you're cool. But Nickelback never had like a ball terror. You wouldn't just put mm. on Nickelback as part of a, a dance floor banger because of the genre. Mm. So yeah. they get yeah. marginalised for many reasons. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Fair call. Great. Good. All right. Well, I'm happy with that. If you are, yeah, um, no, I am. I am. I, th- I think. I mean, look. As I think, we might need some feedback from our audience as to why, yeah. because as I said, this this could be a proper study in academia. What the hell do they feel about it? Can we reach out to Nickelback? Well, Sizzler contacted us, so I don't see why Nickel. <laughs> we'd have a better chance of contacting Nickelback. And Sizzler was global. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll work on that um, between this episode and the next episode and see how we go. But anyway, okay, yeah. good. Thank you very much. Hey, Chad. Reach out. <laughs> I'm sure he listens. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Yeah, it's a a really good topic. I actually something from my childhood and something that I've just got a really big question mark on. Mm. More teen. Okay. What's the question mark? There has never been more or a situation or a time where people have so many people have this product but so many people are now afraid or refrain from using it because of the ingredients yeah yeah yeah. so i remember as a kid right remember louis the fly the the mortine ad right yep absolutely and and we think now, who's unloading a can on a fly? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one fly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. And yeah. I, I know now flies just want to find, you know, get in and get out, right? Mm. Well, that's what I've noticed. But, again, <laughs> there's a few things I want to look at the size of the can. Yep. If you're in this day and age, if you're using more than one can a year, you've got a problem. <laughs> like yeah. they're like something from the Indianapolis in World War Two at Midway, <laughs> like the size of it, like a shell from one of those guns. Like, but the 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 difference. Why do we all still have it? But then mm. the, the added, like I remember as a kid, I would unload can two oh. cans. Yeah. I'd have two cans. I'd be like the T one thousand with that shit, you know, like. Just, but the, yeah. back then though, I used to mm. live on Gels Park, and there was some really exotic stuff that we'd get through the door that I had to t- had to take care of. That's a epi- another episode. Yeah, okay. So there was a lot more <laughs> tropical back then, maybe. But now, there's been a couple of times, a few years ago, right? Because I still, I, I don't mind using it because it's there, right? Mm. I was at I was at my mum's house, and I pick it up, and she's like, "Matt, put the can <laughs> down." And and my partner Anna's the same. I, I can't fire that can. It's like a hostage negotiation. <laughs> What's happened with more teen? I don't know. Is their concern is their concern the ingredients? Like like I said, because I mean I guess it's one of those things that's 
evolved with you know it's like asbestos isn't it you, you don't you don't use that shit anymore that shit will kill you is that the concern is there something in it that that they think it goes beyond just the insect just the fly that will destroy human life i don't yeah i mean i don't well, have an issue with it yeah it, it's it's like i but i've I've unloaded half a can on a cockroach maybe four weeks ago and the thing didn't die. You know, the, the, I, I don't know whether the insects are getting stronger oh. through evolution and therefore the oh. formula is stronger. But when you smell that formula, mm. it, it is it is toxic. Like oh, I yeah. am coughing yeah. and, and and there's, there's a lot of moisture. Yeah. It doesn't just evaporate, you know. So... Man, I th- I think that it's I don't it seems it seems like it's more potent. Yeah, well, I mean, have you I've I'm I've, I've, I'm certainly a user of the the you know the explosive ones that you that you set off and then leave the room. Have you ever used one of them? I use them in my shed from time to time. You you put them on the ground and flick the little switch. It's like a grenade and flick the switch and then you you it just starts spurting this this you know, missed like I like IEDs or like like yeah. um like tripwires. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, it, what, well, it just starts yeah. setting it off. You get out of there, shut the roller door of the shed, and you know, the you go in there the next day, and it's just a, it's just a, it's just a absolute sort of death zone. You know, what sort Good. of things are you hunting? I mean, you live in the bush, so maybe there's some <laughs> exotics there I'm not aware of. Spiders, predominantly, lots and lots Big of ones. spiders. Oh yeah, yeah, and and then the nasty ones too. You know, but oh, it's um. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, look, I'm not afraid to use it. Maybe I'll be frowned upon for saying that. Maybe it's a bit of a, maybe it's not very green to to use that stuff. But gee whiz, um, back in the day, you're absolutely right. I remember one buzz of a fly. My old man was out there just shooting everything he could see. You know, with a mortine can. It it was on for young <laughs> <Yeah>. and old. <laughs> yeah, it was like predator when they're unloading the the machine guns into the um woods to to yeah. To kill. But with with that said though. Since we've got Mike, our cat, mm. um, I haven't needed as much more team because Mike, you know, is as good as a bug spray. Like he'll he'll yeah. catch anything. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll tell him, "Hey, Mike, there's a fly in the bathroom," and he'll get in there and like he's incredible. Like he gives you a, and gives you a nod, gives you a nod. And he's say, relentless on, on too. The way. Yeah, he's like those really those those cops those detectives that never quit you know just yeah. 24/7 stakeouts like Al Pacino in heat he yes. just watches is always ready for that bug so you know that's that's <laughs> reduced the usage of maltine but mm. you know i hope qanon don't get a hold of this that it could be a conspiracy and <laughs> like chemtrails you know but but every why does everyone have a can of maltine in their house oh you know yeah nah look it's yeah I, look i find you 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 made a comment earlier that i find interesting that we could unpack maybe in another episode but the evolution of flies are they have they are they gradually getting immune to a spray like this over the over the course of the years i don't know there's something in that well anything that can eat shit and be happy about it surely can adapt to <laughs> those other toxins yeah I reckon. Yeah, no, good one. Good, good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's good. Good point. Um, I'm, you know, I've always got a can on, on the ready. Um, look, I'm going to um, round out the show with a – I'm not – and I don't know where you'll sit with this, but um, I guess it's one of those ones where I sort of feel like and, – and I tend to bring these up a lot and I hope I don't overdo it. You know, I hope I'm not overstaying my welcome with this style of, you know, topic, but – I've I've talked about things before about being you know you know their times come maybe I don't know is it an out of date thing, the thing that I'm thinking about now is the circus 
and and specifically specifically the the localized circus the you know to reel off a, a few names i think silvers um mm-hmm. and uh, stardust was another one that i thought of that were there's ones that you see just pop up all over the joint from time to time having said that I feel like you're not. I'm not seeing them as much anymore around around the you know the outskirts of Melbourne or, or wherever it may be. Mm. And I'm mm. wondering whether it's business is tough. I imagine it would be. Um, we 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 went to one a number of years back, and it was dismal. I felt sorry for the people. There were you know a dozen people in the crowd max. Um, it was pretty ordinary <laughs> spectator. Not uh, not a great spectacle, um, and that was probably the last time we'll ever sort of go and visit one mm. of these places. But I'm just wondering if it's um, if they're just dying out, or, or or maybe I'm just what I guess I guess what I'm getting at is it's just time mm. to call it call it a day. Um, mm. And yeah, what what are your thoughts on the the local sort of circus scene? Wow, um, I I think. The, the issue, you know, we spoke about last year businesses that it's unfair that some businesses in COVID thrive, mm. you know, the gig economy, digital businesses, but then some really, you know, nostalgic businesses just, just really cop it. And like we were talking about hot air ballooning last mm. year and, mm. Uh, you know, you, those local circuses, you see those big tents, the stripy yellow and white tents. Um, I think the issue is life is such a circus now that a circus delay, circus delay or a, or a, a broader circus is, would find it tough, let alone a local circus. You know, I remember yeah. one at Caulfield Racecourse, some, some Argentinian-themed thing and, Look, there was people in there with talent, but it was it was one, you know, faulty motorcycle away from uh, twenty deaths. <laughs> so we're living in yeah. I'm yeah. I, I think it is the local circus is is probably dead. Um, do, you, do you think you know? Because I I was thinking and about it should this. be I guess yeah yeah I think it's time you know I think it's it's time and particularly the yeah the local the smaller sort of ones that. Whatever you see them, and I remember as a kid, and we didn't go to go to them all that often, but I remember going to one as a kid, and even then thinking, this is a, you know, a smaller setup. You know, this is, you know, when you're at a big event, a big theater, massive theatrical, nothing can go wrong. You sort of got that feeling that nothing can go wrong. Those localized yeah. ones, you just think, any minute now, any minute now, something's going to happen, and this is going to be brutal That's in it. your face. Someone's going to be snapped in half, or a yeah, I think there's still a local sort of one doing with lions and shit. Mm. I mean, fuck. when good times go bad, I, I brought this up last week. <laughs> Absolutely, um, we only need a celebrity I, uh, yeah. to host one of these circuses, and that'd be a perfect fit for your your TV show. Um, but yeah, I, look, I think though, yeah, yeah. If, imagine in 2021 with the way society is, right? Mm. I remember. Oh, what. A, it would have been, I used to live, you know, in Richmond, uh, 2011, 2012, heading down Bridge Road and, and the Silvers, there'd be camels, there'd be elephants on the side of the freeway, right? <laughs> it, that's not happening now, mate. That, that, you know, that, yeah. that, that would be stamped out immediately. So yeah. Stampeded really, out. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> has the circus has become more about people. Yeah. And it's like, well, so, so what? Life yeah. is a circus. There's well, like I, we see it every I day. I love that. I love that. And I love that. I you. think there's something to that because life is absolutely a circus. And to then go and sit through, you know, <clears throat> look, they're mostly family run businesses. So I don't want to put them down. Good on them. Um, and I hope they're okay. But there's nothing that's overly exciting. Life itself is so much of a circus these days that if you want to impress me under a big top, it better be. Mm fucking mind-blowing you know what i mean um and that's where i think that cirque du soleil and all that sort of thing because they they do some really gnarly mm. sort of stuff and whatever but uh, yeah I, I think it's um i don't think oh, they're yeah. doing enough anymore it's 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 sort of time to pull the pin if you're still going because it's just a and as you said if if it's generational you know i'd be telling those those grandkids do not take the keys to those tents um get out get out you know, you're you're, in, you're in inheriting a lemon. Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? It's over. It's over. It's, it's one big tent of a lemon, and it's it's mm. time to give it away. So. What are those tents made out of, as well? Is it kind of a? I think it'd be of some sort of can- canvas, sort of. Uh, um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean, you know, they're. I mean, they're alone. Are looking like it is. They never. They thousand. never seem to be set up all that sturdy. I don't know. It's a yeah. disaster. And I, let's. You know they 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 should get out before it, it real really goes wrong. I oh, mean, who, how are they hiring too? By the way, I mean, what are they are they on Seek? Can you jump on Seek and you know get a job as a, a circus carny or a, or a circus? I mean, a circus roadie is that the loneliest job in the world? I mean, you don't get anyone to your shows and you're just traveling uh, in the back of a van with a camel. I think it would be pretty loose, which is probably the appeal for them. Um, you know, a lot of partying. You'd be pretty crusty the whole time. It'd be a lot of memories, but I think now there's probably nothing to hold on to. Um, so yeah, they'll just they'll just sort of slip through the cracks and yeah. Hopefully the el- there's more elephants out there mm. in in the wild uh, due to it. You know, yeah. we we you know we know we're we're here on this show anti locking up those elephants, aren't we? We've oh yeah, we've we've always yeah. been. That was the when we started the show. That was the <laughs> that was yeah. Thing. That was that was the one thing I said, Matt. I'm not doing this with you if you're still going to keep those elephants locked up in your backyard. And you set them free that day, and we moved yeah. on. Anyway, but that's look. That's that's it for me on that. Um, life's a tightrope, isn't it? You don't want to fall off. And oh. I think the circuses are about to fall mm. off. Mm. Wow. Stand, standing ovation for that. Well done. Uh, God. Well, on that note, let's let's oh, let's yeah. let's hit the tune, and it's about thirty-ish. Um, thanks, Matt. This has been fun, and thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe mm. if you if you are new and, and you want to catch mm. the episodes. Um, every every app, you know, just get on it and, and get amongst it. Give us feedback. We love hearing from our people. We had some we had some we had some new listeners this week, Matt. Um, again in the US, but in New York City, and I loved that because I love New York City. It's a big time, one of my favorite places. So, if you're listening from New York City right now, thank you very much. Um, let us know what you're up to. But all the local listeners, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, wherever you are, absolute love to you guys. And this one, this one's for you. First, first serve salsa verde. Ha, ha, ha.